Nerd on the Street, where three black women talk about nerdy interests, geeky pursuits, and current events that intersect and affect our lives. We are Jenna, Jillian, and Lily. If you like our show, please rate us on Apple, Spotify, or your podcatcher of choice. This helps with our discoverability and encourages us to keep bringing you more like content. As always, enjoy the show. All right, so let's get yeah. to the now. It says you only have five more minutes left of our scheduled meeting. I don't like cut out. So no, it's just sort of. It's about it's like, a reminder. It's like, yeah, it's it's like the like when the people are on the stage at the award ceremony. Yeah. And they flick the lights. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Except I won't, like, send us to an ad break. <laughs> hey, Street Team. Welcome back to Blurred on the Street. We're going to jump right into our headlines for this week. We've got many. Want to kick it off, Lily? <laughs> sure. Sure. Yeah. Um... Well, there's been a lot of concerning headlines um, and and some that are just like WTF. Mm-hmm. And this one fits into both categories, actually. It is the University of Alabama is renaming uh, Graves Hall to Lucy Graves Hall, which is supposed to be after author and Lucy Foster was the first African-American student to enroll at UA. They will be sharing the building name with Bib Graves, who's a former governor, but also a former officer of the Ku Klux Klan. Her name is what? You said Lucy what? Authorin Lucy Foster. So no Graves affiliation at all. No, it's it's going to be a random Lucy Graves. Okay, so Lucy is her the, her first name, and Graves is the last name of the the man who was an officer of the Ku. I don't even want to say it. The KKK. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, so he, her, they're not even giving her the respect of her last name. Right. Yeah. Who sanctioned this? This is apparently the University of Alabama. I want the name of the person. I don't know. I don't know. I know who to go after. <laughs> I just, I, uh, that wouldn't even I be have a, like I a, have a feeling. I have a feeling it's on purpose that they have not mentioned who actually sanctioned it. I mean, it was probably just like a board of old white men, right? Right. It doesn't make any sense. There's no Lucy Graves. There is a Lucy and a Graves. Mm-hmm. And they're two separate people. But right. you want to name it after this per- a hyphen. Lucy person. And then right. it doesn't make any sense. Well, it's, it's, it's already named Graves Hall. Right. So instead of just renaming it after Lucy Foster... Right. They have decided to to share this building among a the first black woman to go to yeah. this college 
and a KKK officer. Like that was, I mean, they think those two things. I don't, like, why does well she have to share it, though? If you're going to read, like, don't even rename the building then. Like, what? I mean, no words. I think this is their, this is, this is white people feel like this is a conciliatory, like, hey, but we named this building after this woman, Lucy. Right. Everyone thinks they're Except so stupid. It, yeah. But like, I mean, this is Lucy this could is, be anybody, right? Right. I know like, Lucy who's Graves. Gonna be up there, who's going to be up there going like, oh yeah, the, the Lucy Graves Hall, that's named after uh, that woman. Like, but um, so, yeah. so there's 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 more to this story also. There's more to this story. Oh, wait, what? Which makes it, I think, I think the more actually makes it worse. Like, People, okay. I feel like the more is being presented as, but this dude really wasn't so bad because. But to mm-hmm. me, it actually says this dude was especially insidiously evil because. So the right. more yeah. to the story is, first of all, this governor was a Democrat. When, though? So he had that when? hood hanging in his closet. Um, well, when? Because Democrat used to mean something different in the early in the early 1900s. Oh no, we were past that then. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, past that um, switch then. Okay. <laughs> and then apparently he renounced his his clan membership at some point as well. But he. I'd like to know what year he finally did that. 1928. Okay. That's I'll be silly. honest. I'll be honest. Okay. Me like renouncing, renouncing clan membership to me sounds like I am going to put on this face that I'm no longer a racist. A grand cyclops, which is the title he held, is a chief what? officer. Yeah. Hold on. Let's unpack that for a second. <laughs> oh. Grand cyclops. cyclops. <laughs> Okay. Is a, is a chief officer of a KKK chapter who appoints others to leadership positions. Now, Grave held this role. He was elected in 1926, and he didn't renounce his membership until 1928. So it was two years that he was governor where he still held this position. And yeah, he probably still held some ideologies after that, right. too. Right. Right. Just because you're not a member of something doesn't mean you're not right. racist. Right. It's a. It's well, wait, a that was too mess. generalized. I think you know. What I mean, that was a little generalized. But but it's still it's still a hot mess, right? Yeah. Like it just makes no sense that. Yeah. yeah. And and it seems I don't, as if it seems as if University of Alabama is like proud of this. Yeah, we came up with a solution. <laughs> yeah. I don't, Jenna's oh, face man. right now. I wish listeners could see Jenna's face right now. <laughs> oh my god, no thanks. Oh my god. Alright, moving on, moving on. Okay. Here's, here's another one um, that's actually a little bit more uplifting. 
Yes. South African scientists copy Moderna's COVID vaccine. So I haven't okay. actually heard of this, although I clicked on the link when you sent it to us and read it. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think it's a good thing. I think that uh, we have long had this thing where America is like, oh, we've got vaccines and we're doing this and doing that. But then, you know, developing countries don't have that same thing. And everyone's like, why aren't they getting vaccinated? Countries actually have to pay for the vaccines. Like, it's not like, it's not like Moderna is just like, you get a vaccine, you get a vaccine, you get a vaccine. Like the countries actually have to pay Moderna to send them the vaccines or Pfizer or, or who is J&J, like whoever they're getting it from. Uh, they they do actually have to pay for them. Right. And so the, the other thing is that both Pfizer and J&J, their vaccines is proprietary. So only those companies are able to make those vaccines. Moderna left, let their um, process, I guess, be open source. Supposedly in a, supposedly in, you know, I don't know, a a fit of beneficence, I guess, And that is the reason why these scientists were able to copy the vaccine. But the real question becomes, why didn't Moderna just make the vaccine available to these countries? It's not just the the price. It's not just that the other that these other countries, developing countries or what um, North Americans may consider third world, which I actually really hate that phrase countries um, having to pay for the vaccines, but it's just the fact that um, American and uh, uh, Western European countries co-opted all of the available vaccines and said, we're going to get this many vaccines. So if there's a limited number available, even if South Africa was like, here, take our money, they Mm -hmm. wouldn't have had vaccines to actually purchase yeah we're all in this together until you know right until this exactly. happens but it's also like there's so we're not. Okay. this is this is a global pandemic like we make such a big deal about like how we're all in this together we're like we're not really and then no. is moderna now going to turn around and like sue south africa like that they, would be a mess they have said that they won't okay are, is South Africa even a, considered a third world country? They have a Real Housewives franchise. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> I like. I, I love how that's, that's Jillian's definition of a developing country. If they have a Real Housewives franchise. It cannot be a developing country. It's not, no. it's not like, oh, are they, are they part of the UN or are they part of the EU? Or are they, they this have or a housewives franchise. Like real... <laughs> yeah, but the, the, you know, the thing is also that um, how much of that has been stifled by colonialism and imperialism? Right. Exactly. How much right, further right. could True. they be? Or oh, the whole continent of Africa could be. Right. Yeah. 
if if not for right, right. and and because that's, clearly the innovation exists right yeah right yeah. clearly they have the ability to have the innovation to be able to do and develop things like this but um the fact that there's colonialism is still mm-hmm. a very big thing so that's kind of a good news bad news um you know, once mm-hmm. you once you look beyond that headline, like it's it's great that that South Africa has been able to do this, but it is sad, um, the 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 situation that existed that forced them into this. Right. Okay. Um, Another headline that I had, this one was especially for Jillian because she really, really liked this, uh, this book. Um, the Punisher writer Felicia D. Henderson is adapting Tracy Dion's Legend Born for TV. Oh. <gasps> Yay! <laughs> I read it and I'm like, this would make a great TV show. And here we go. And she wrote The Punisher? Wow, I didn't realize that. Yeah. 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 So, and it's nice. a, it's a black woman. Yeah. Good for that. Good for that. Yeah. They should have someone at the head of this adaptation that is black. Right. Um. And they've uh, Black Bear Television has acquired the rights to Legend Born, which is the first book in a series. Um, yes. And the co-executive producer and writer on the Punisher. Alicia D. Henderson is going to be writing the adaptation. I'm actually really happy that it is going to be a TV series. I think yeah. there's a lot of really, really good um, YA that is that has been put out and is being put out. Uh, yeah. That that is rich and diverse. I do, I do feel like um, I feel like YA thrives a little bit better. Um, adaptations five a little bit better as TV adaptations. So that's cool. So, I haven't gotten the opportunity to pre-order the the next book in the series because it's not available for pre-order yet. But you know I'm you, you know I'm going to be there. Hardcover <laughs> yeah. going on my shelf. <laughs> Jenna wanted to jump in with one, though. So go ahead, Jenna. Take it away. Okay. All right. So my headline is is definitely uh, it's a it's a fandom headline, and it's it's on the lighter side. Um, but uh, I've been seeing these posts about how Studio Ghibli is actually creating a Ghibli park. And it's uh, an amusement park that's going to represent Studio Ghibli. It is in Japan. So, of course, you know, this is something you've got to put on your wish list if you live here in the States or if it's going to be some uh, an abroad trip for you. Get but, your passports um, ready. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you got to start Yeah, I need to renew too. mine. <laughs> <laughs> I need to renew it, uh, mine. It, it uh it opens uh November first, and I think this actually may be suited more to the <laughs> the COVID times. Is that it's not actually any kind of rides or like amusement, so to speak. They call it an amusement park, but it's actually like exhibitions. Oh, so, like an experience. Um, yes, 
Yes, that's what it is. It's more like an experience than in, and it's like within the grounds of the, and forgive me if I pronounce this wrong, the Aichi Earth Expo Memorial Park. So um, I, I believe it's like actually like an more of an out, it's an outdoor thing and it's more of a like very kind of like forest nature-y type of thing. Um, Let me set up a new savings account. Hold on. This last headline that I have, very, very shocking. I I don't know if if the two of you are even ready for this, but Uh Build-A-Bear just launched an After Dark series of horny teddy bears. Oh, no. Horny? <laughs> Why'd they have to do, put that descriptor word in there? <laughs> oh my god! I know. Okay. Let me let me just let me just give you the um the uh, the the picture ID for for the picture that they have in here. This is the alt text for it. Oh boy. A Chad teddy bear with a lion's mane and a silk robe lying on a shag carpet with a single rose and two glasses of wine. What? Y'all could keep it. I'll take the wine though, but y'all could keep that. So our last headline is kind of a big one and that's why we I saved it to last just because I figured we'd have a little more discourse on it um, but it's a big one I'm sure a lot of people have heard about uh, what's been going on with um, Kim Potter who is the police officer who um, she has been on trial for the killing um, of Dante Wright. And basically, the trial had already finished, and at this point, it was just sentencing, which came down a few days ago, and she was only sentenced to two years. Uh, And at the time that the judge gave it, two years and the time that she's already been in jail counts towards it. So basically, I think she's only going to be serving about 18 months more. And maybe less for good behavior. Right. Um, so, yeah. So, basically, I'm outraged. Um, and, you know, I may not sound like it because I kind of don't actually get, <laughs> like, my voice doesn't really betray that, but I'm outraged at this. And I know there are a lot of other people. His family has spoken on it. And it's absolutely ridiculous that she only got this two-year sentence. Yeah. Yeah. No. It was an extrajudicial killing, and we all know that. Yeah. But, um, you know. Yeah. I don't understand this. Like, she said it was for expired tags and for having, um, a, what's it called, a refresher thing on his rearview mirror, which I... Yeah, that's what I'm like, <laughs> Jillian, my face was that same face when I read that because I'm like, are we not allowed to have our cars smelling nice? 
anymore? Is that the price I you know, pay like, for being black? Everybody has those things. Yeah. 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 Would it have been different if, like, they had a cross on their mirror? Because I've seen that as well. It like, make you're any pulling sense. someone over for expired tags, and your first thought is to have your hand on your gun. Yeah. Yeah. I think there was something about her thinking he was going to try and escape, which, um, again, bullshit. I call bullshit, but. Um, so? I mean, I'm right. sorry, but I don't like so. He was so, in the... No, he may drove, drive off in his car, so let me be prepared to shoot him so he can't get away. Yeah, that that's make, not, that is not. I don't, I don't follow that logic either. No. Yeah, not at all. It makes no sense. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, just wanted to kind of get my feelings out there. I know you guys had thoughts too, um, but yeah, that's that's how it is. And um, you know, I, I my thoughts go out to his family and everything. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, and I I did want to quickly mention this but i i read this article about a utah charter school under allowing parents to opt their children out of learning about black history month curriculum yeah if i had kids then i'm gonna opt my kids out of learning about um the mayflower and and that that um that white people were just trying to escape religious persecution when they came to the new world where they discovered America. I'm going to opt my kids out of that bullshit. I just, I read it and I was like, this is like peak capacity and white privilege. I just, I just don't want to show up to this class because all I'm going to learn about is colonialism. Yeah. See ya. Bye. Right. Bye. Right. I'm not going to show up to English because instead I'd like to actually learn my ancestral language that you tried to rob from my people. Yeah. I'll opt out of that. Hi. Well, uh, I guess that that's it for headlines. Um, we ran, ran the gamut from informative to creepy. And finally, the foolish dating profile of the week. So this is someone's about me section. Um, I'll just get into it. <laughs> All right. It says, when I was a kid, I thought having sex with someone was to kiss someone naked. So one night I kissed my cat on the nose after I got out of the shower. Then I realized I was naked and ran to my mom's room say i just had sex with my cat wish you oh could my. have seen the look on her face oh my god no why would you even i don't know i would why be embarrassed you... to even say that story yeah what do you think and first of all when you said kiss someone naked i didn't think they thought like kissing someone until their clothes fell off Oh, oh, no, I guess it, that, I mean, was to kiss someone naked. Gotcha. I see it. I see it. <laughs> I don't really know what to say to that. 
I know. That, that right? you would not, not just like, okay, if you answered a question like that, right? Like maybe, okay. maybe everyone doesn't see the question, but to have that as your about That's me. The about me. Yeah. It's a weird. But also, can I also say, I got really mad because this was on Bumble, and I had obviously swiped left to say no to this person. But then, like, a couple of days later, I was on the app again, and he came up again. And, of course, obviously, I recognized this story. I'm like, why? I said why no. Yeah. Why am I being yeah. shown this person again? Is it really just like, is it also is frustrating as a late bloomer? It's like, oh, you need to like lower your standards. Like, I don't think I need to lower, like, but also why do I have to lower anything? I guess I thought this was like a really charming story. I don't, but like that's also happened before where I said no to somebody and Bumble showed me them again, maybe like the same day or like a couple days later. I mean, maybe huh. they just didn't have enough choices and they were like, we'll recycle like, this person. She won't yeah. notice. Or maybe she'll think about it again and say he's not that bad. So mad. I was like, ew. Ugh. I guess it's supposed to be cute, but I'm just like, eh. No. I really don't think people understand what is like a funny um, anecdote as opposed to yeah. what is creepy and weird thing that gets me on these apps is when like the guy's whole personality is having watched the office <laughs> yeah i, I don't and like I that like, at all there is no other ugh, your whole personality is a show that aired like right. 10 years ago i so, mean it was a good it, it was a pretty good show i have some problems with it too <laughs> like I mean, overall, it's a funny show, but is that really your entire personality? Right. Or also, right. like, I hate it when they're like, I want to be the gym to your Pam, and I actually, like, hate Pam. Hate Pam. <laughs> so I'm just like, automatically, no. No, thanks. I hate Pam so much. Well, I guess we better wrap things up before yeah. we start all feeling depressed at our romantic statuses. <laughs> Here in February, the month of love. Yeah. The thing is that he wasn't even a subject of the investigation. That's the problem. Like, how were they authorized a no-knock warrant for him when he's not even a subject of the investigation, is not involved, and the Minneapolis police is actually admitting that they're not sure how it got authorized. And I'm like, so you killed a man for no reason. I mean, it's it's absolutely ridiculous. He legally owned a firearm. What would you do if you wake up, if you're woken up in the middle of the night by somebody kicking your bed, you have no yeah. idea what's going on. Dress Voices are screaming and yelling at you. What would you do? Yeah. I would like, think that was an intruder. Yeah. Exactly. Me too. Yeah. And if I, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I, you know, like I just, I, I don't know. And he was 22. 22. Oh, like he had his whole life ahead of him. Yeah. But, but even if he had been 99. All right. Well, I I think we have that's I think that's, that's a 
good episode. Mm -hmm. We could end it here. We've all okay. got to air out some of our um, frustrations. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's Black History Month, so you have to listen to us. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. Follow Blurred on the Street at Blurred Street on Twitter and Blurred on the Street on Instagram and TikTok. The Blurreds are Jenna, who can be found at Philly Girl JL. That's P H I L L Y G I R L J L on Instagram and Twitter. And Philly Girl J L H P H I L L Y G I R L J L H on TikTok. Jillian, who can be found at Jillian.Corin, that's J-I-L-L-I-A-N dot C-O-R-I-N-N-E on Instagram and TikTok. And Lily, who can be found chatting on Twitter at Elise on Life, that's A-L-I-S-E-O-N-L-I-F-E, and posting creative talents on Instagram at Lily P-H-L, L-I-L-L-I-E P-H-L. 